back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're wrapping up on the block. Austin Norman and Nick Sainter been with you for the last couple hours here during On the Block. We got Old School coming up next. DP and Jay will be with you. They'll take you till six. And then I believe it'll be Amon mm-hmm. at six. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Be. That's what's coming up here tonight. Um, I'm going to talk about Oregon, Washington. Okay. To, to end things off. Number one, I deserve my super lock points. I know it's oh. not how the game works, but <laughs> hey, oh, I wanted hey, it. I wanted wa- it. <laughs> Washington won by three. They did not cover. They did not lose. They, they did not cover. cover. It's true. You're um, starting to sound like Rico. Right. I, I can't help it. <sighs> I didn't want to, but here I am. Yep, can't there help you it. are. Yep. Um, being, that a, being a dad has changed you. You're starting to sure turn has. into Rico. I am. Wonderful. <laughs> um, thought Washington had the game won at 29-18. Mm-hmm. I thought it was over at that point. Yeah. Thought Oregon had the game won at 33-29. Yeah. Like, Penix was, what, like two for seven across three drives or something like that? Yeah. Just it was not, not good. good. But then I think that goes to just having the best player on the field. Romo Dunsey, like, no, maybe he's not Marvin Harrison Jr. That dude is going to help an NFL team mm-hmm. and quickly. I love me some Kalen DeBoer. Um, yeah. I, I didn't Man. I didn't have him very high on my Nebraska coaches list just because that, that jumping up a level translation I wasn't sold on. Mm-hmm. Huge for Kalen DeBoer. I love that. And on the Oregon side, I know there's been a lot of talk about Dan Laning's decisions especially the one at the end of the first half. Troy Franklin was there. Mm-hmm. He was there in the back of the end zone. I love the aggressive decision. Field goals don't win games. I get it. You, you add another field goal to the board. Excuse me. The game's tied. Yep. Um, and then you, you kick the one for the win instead of to tie it up. I love trying to send a message on the road. I love going yeah. for the touchdown with you know three yards to go in the last play of the half and you get the ball back. I didn't mind that decision from Dan Laning. Here's what I would also say. It feels like with Oregon, right, they're going to have opportunities to continue to, I guess, defend themselves and prove that they are capable of being a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I think, though, also Pac-12, and, and and they've had to do this over the last couple of years, like, they have to beat everybody by such a convincing mar- margin to have national respect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird because now, right now, and, and it's weird how it's all happened with the uh, the Pac-12 obviously dissolving basically, and and Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA join the Big Ten next year. Like it's weird that it's happening like this, but basically, like the Pac-12 is pretty well respected right now in terms of football. Mm-hmm. Like think about it. Like I, I'm finding myself watching Pac-12 football more than ever, and not just Pac-12 after dark. I'm not You're watching Oregon I, freaking state. Yes, <laughs> and that's the thing is like because I, I, now first of all. I like Jonathan Smith a lot. Uh, first year, first time head coach, got hired for I think one point four million dollars mm-hmm. back in twenty eighteen, the same year Scott Frost got hired, and has consistently built that thing up. Uh, Trent Bray, former Nebraska right. linebackers coach, is still at Oregon State as well. They went out, got a really good quarterback out of the transfer portal, an experienced guy, and they uh, have found success. But like once again, I think you look at this Pac twelve conference, and they're so they're always having to fight for respect. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's right, because in years past, it has been weak. But through the transfer portal at a multitude of places, not just Oregon and not just Washington, through a multitude of places in the Pac-12, we find the Pac-12 conference having some recognition nationally, right? Mm-hmm. To where it's not a surprise this year if a Pac-12 school gets in. Like, I think a lot of us are now expecting Washington to be that school. 
Mm-hmm. And if Oregon would have won, it would have been Oregon to be that school. So I, I think it's it's just interesting how just in one quick year, the mentality around the Pac-12 has kind of shifted. And applying those Pac-12 teams specifically to the Big Ten that they're going to be joining soon, USC looks like Purdue on steroids yep. in a lot of yep. ways. Oregon and Better Washington, quarterback than Hudson Card. Th- that's what I'm saying, the on steroids part. But what I'm saying is with Oregon and Washington, mm-hmm. they look and they feel like some of those peak urban Ohio State teams. Skill position, yeah. talent, solid line play, mm-hmm. opportunistic defenses. I really like both those teams. Yeah, I, I, that's. I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, the the. I, I'll be interested. I mean, we saw it on against Notre Dame on on Saturday, like USC. I, I'm curious to see what they look like once they join the Big Ten Conference. They, uh, <laughs> brother, in here. We're trying. <laughs> yeah, make you awful comfortable over there. I'm just, I'm just sitting here talking. Um, but like USC, uh, it's going to be interesting. Like next year, on how some of those schools respond to the Iowa defense. Like USC going to going to Kinnick in November. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be real interesting to see. Jay. Jay Foreman in the building. Welcome. Oregon, Washington was really fun. Matt yeah. Rule said he had an appreciation for Iowa, Wisconsin. The linebacker in you, do you like the 36 33 yeah. Oregon, he, Washington game more or the 15 to 6 Iowa, Wisconsin game? He, more? he called the Wisconsin game beautiful. Yeah, I mean, from a defensive standpoint, yeah, it's a it's a defensive battle. So it's kind of a, a battle of wills. And look, both teams are running the ball. So it's, you know, it should be easy pickings for a linebacker to make plays. But. In this day and age, college football, I mean, it's the eyes of the beholder. I think the Washington game and Oregon game, there was good defense to the point, but that's just not the way that they play. And it's, look, Washington has three NFL top drafting, you know, draft pick guys. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And so does Oregon. Two NFL quarterbacks. And, you know, they got every... I mean, so that you're, they're going to score versus... Wisconsin and Iowa, their offensive units and skill position guys are struggling a little bit. So, you know, it's kind of different. But, you know, to what you guys were saying, you know, this is the creme de la creme year for the Pac-12, right? And things will change drastically for those teams, right? So you got to think Oregon's going to lose their quarterback. What Washington is going to lose their quarterback. Mm -hmm. High percentage that Caleb Williams, no matter how much he's bluffing right now, to turn down that NFL money and opportunity, hey. he you you could lose him, and then uh, UCLA. You know, Chip Kelly. Even though they've became more physical, you know, they still run kind of a system kind of quarterback there. So it's really just whoever he brings in, right? And so, as much as these teams are really 
you know, ahead of Nebraska right now and other teams in the Big Ten, it'll be interesting to see how they make the adjustments because they could come back with almost all their skill position guys. Once that quarterback is gone, that's your lifeline. And we've seen it here. So, um, but, you know, they probably have more depth. They got really good athletes. They're well coached. And so it's going to be a challenge. And so, um, you know, that Wisconsin Iowa game, I mean, look, I was in a position to, to roll in here in Lincoln 10 and 1. Mm-hmm. Crazy that, they, I mean, they they have a new quarterback that's through for 30 yards. No receivers. Dude, Their two top two targets are gone. Deacon top. Hill started two games two games ago. He started one of 12 with a pick and right. they won. Mm-hmm. But that lets you know there's a, there's always a different way to skin the cat. And if you play good defense, play really good special teams, play situational football, you can win. Now, is that something that you want to do for 20-some-odd years? Now, you're going to always bump your head against that low ceiling, right? So, Iowa's mm-hmm. like, there's like a gap like where Iowa can't get to based on quarterback play. Mm-hmm. You thought you had that figured out with Kate McNamara. He's been injured ever since he's been there. Yeah. And yeah, so, he, he didn't start the year healthy. Right. No. He didn't. I mean, as soon as he came out of the transfer portal, didn't participate in spring. Yeah. Kind of tweet something in fall ball. Yeah, fall ball. And then it was kind of like he hit or miss, and then he blew out his knee, unfortunately. And he'll be back next year. But, you know, Lachey and Allwell might not be back. So it's just for Iowa, I think if when they have a year where they have an NFL type of running back and numerous NFL linemen and a NFL caliber tight end and get one guy that knows how to play receiver, they're really dangerous because they're always going to be able to play D. Last thing before we turn it over to you and DP for old school. Uh, did you like your Buffalo Bills getting away with holding, or did you want your New York Giants to get one more crack at the end zone? You know, to be honest with you, I felt like the one the 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 uh, holding call that set up the last play wasn't holding. I felt like the one mm-hmm. that they didn't get called was more holding. So I kind of just felt like it's it's even negated. Steven. Yeah, even Steven. Yeah, even Steven. It's you know, look, it's you're playing against the clock. You're kind of hoping that they make a mistake. New York actually played well. Tyrod Taylor, to be hey, honest with you, yeah, he's better than Daniel Jones. It's quite right now, for sure. It was funny because my buddies and I, while we were watching the game last night, we were having the conversation of uh, of do they play Tyrod or excuse me, Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor, T T together. Thank you, Tyrod Taylor. And my initial thought was they can't. They're paying the other dude forty mil. Yeah, that's just part of it. Like. Whoever decided between Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, Tyrod Taylor is collateral damage. Because mm-hmm. if you really wanted to kind of take this franchise, continue along the path of mm-hmm. what they had last year, you franchise Daniel Jones. Let somebody yeah. else come and overpay him. You'll get a draft compensation for him. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor, if you if Daniel Jones is struggling, which Daniel Jones, to his defense, hasn't had a full arsenal of skill position guys. Or a line. Or a line. But if you don't want to overspend for him, you you you're you're better off investing that money in a two or three year contract, Saquon Barkley and Tyrod Taylor, to you can draft it. There's twelve draft eligible quarterbacks this year. I was just gonna say you're you're entering a quarterback heavy draft, and not that the Giants should be looking championship type of mem- you know mindset, but in terms of just better become becoming a better football program or organization. Hope that you can strike gold like the 49ers did, where they get Brock Purdy on a rookie deal. They have this championship window, maybe not to this extent of the Super Bowl with the Giants specifically, but to where you can get a playoff berth and you're having your quarterback on a rookie deal because of right. such a quarterback-heavy draft coming up. I mean, it's it's however you want to build the team. 
I don't. I think Daniel Jones is a good, serviceable quarterback. I think he played well last year. I felt he played like well at times the year before, but their line has been so porous, and Saquon Barkley has been hurt so much. So it's kind of, and they really haven't invested in the wide receiver position, <laughs> no. you know. And they got Darren Waller, and that was drafted it. Drafted Wandale and drafted Jalen Hyatt. Right, and they're both rookies, yeah. and because mm-hmm. Wandale blew his ACL Didn't out, and then yeah. they got the guy that they drafted or got traded or signed free agent from Detroit. And he fell out of favor like within a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like they haven't even given him a chance to to have any any success to start yeah. throwing the ball. Darius Slayton, not a wide receiver one. No, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> Darius think, Slayton, Darius number eight, number eighty six for the New York Giants. Made a nice catch last night, but not a wide receiver one. No, negative. Okay, okay, good though. My boy on the defense from Indy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, took that ball, got the interception. Not roughing the passer either. Anyways, Jay Foreman, Nick Sainer side in with me for On the Block today. Really appreciate that. Turn it over to Jane DP for Old School. That's coming up next right here on 93.7 The Ticket.